0: Hello, welcome to Silent Wisdom Online Satsang. This is a great opportunity for all of us, like-minded people, spiritual seekers, to come together, discuss spiritual matters, ask questions, discuss our views, perspectives, share thoughts and progress on the path together, progress spiritually. As you all know, today the topic that I have taken is destiny versus free will. Is it destiny or free will? And it's quite a common question that comes so often. I have heard it from so many people. So I thought, why not, you know, why don't we all also try to see what answer do we get from here. So as we always do, let's first start with asking a counter question. Why is it important to know whether it is destiny or free will? How does that help me? So why don't we all share our views? Poonam is saying, smarter choices may be made when there is free will. Okay, so you are already taking a stance saying that maybe there is free will. And if there is free will, then smarter choices can be made. But my question is, why do we want to know whether it is destiny or free will? Okay, Shilpi is saying, inquisitive of our future. Yes, we are inquisitive. So, we want to know already what is going to happen in the future. Suma is saying actually no need to know. Very good. Yes, Suma. Sanjay is saying to realize whether we can exercise control or not. Right. So, I want to know. If I have free will, then I can exercise control. But if I don't have free will, then I may not be able to. Rajiv is saying Two different options for ego satisfaction. Yes, Rajiv, you are right. These are two options. Anaya is saying we want answers, that is all. Otherwise, there is no need. Yes, you are right. We want answers. And why do we want those answers? That is the question. How does that help us? Punam is saying questioning is a logical process. Yes, it is a logical process. But will the answers help me? How do the answers help me? Nick is saying, because the mind will question all aspects of this illusion and a process is desired for everything. Yes, you are right, Nick. Mind would want to question. The mind wants a process, then it is satisfied. Rajeshwari is saying, it is important so that decision is made accordingly or sit and do nothing about it. Go with flow. We need to know how to make decisions. It helps in the decision making process. That's the reason why we need to know this. Suma is saying if we know, then there is no acceptance. I didn't get that, Suma. Minakshi is saying when we surrender, there is no need to know. Yes, Minakshi. You nailed it. If we surrender, there is no need to know. Swati is saying we need something to blame our failures. Yeah. If it is destiny, we can just simply say, oh, it was my destiny, what could I do about it? Yeah, that helps. Good. Okay, Suma is saying she also means what Minakshi is saying. Okay, fine. Yes, Suma. Great. Okay. Very good. Very good thought process over there. So, basically, we need to know because the mind needs some answers. Mind needs a process. Mind needs a pattern that it can follow and that is that helps us to take decisions. Also, this question comes mostly to our mind when things are going bad in our life. No? When things are going fine, do we bother whether it is destiny or free will? But when things are not going well, then this question does come to our mind. And then we run to the astrologers. When is the time when people run to the astrologers maximum? When things are going bad. I think in COVID times, astrologers must have earned the maximum. So one of the disclaimers I want to make before I stop talking about this concept is this is only for spiritual seekers and I know there are only spiritual seekers over here. We'll look at three models hmm? and then we'll try to arrive, do we get an answer to this question, destiny or free will. So the first model is destiny model. And what does that model say? Very simple, everything is predetermined. When will I be born, when will I die, who are my parents, who are my siblings, how much education I get, what is my profession, who will I marry, how successful I will be, everything is predetermined. There is nothing that is in my hands at all. And taking it to an extreme, we can even say that what do I choose to eat for breakfast. So in the morning I get up and I say, okay, I feel like eating a toast. Uh, or a fruit, so that is also destined, I'm not deciding that, or what shirt am I going to wear, the white one or the blue one, so everything is destined, there is nothing to do, the beauty of this model is clearly that if everything is predetermined, and there is nothing that I need to do, then it makes my life very simple, no, I should be happy and dancing, because I don't need to take any responsibility at all would you agree to that that it makes the life so simple everything is predetermined do you see any loophole in this model do you see any problem with this model isn't it beautiful simple okay rajeshwari is saying no so what is the loophole what is the problem with this model you become lethargic okay you become lazy right that is what you're saying Shivani is saying nobody will take any action. Pragya is saying sometimes. Nick is saying who determines the outcome. More questions arise if we go by this model. Okay. We will not find ourselves. Pragya. But when suffering cannot change. Rajeshwari. Then there will not be an effort for anything. No efforts. We make it. No. I didn't get that Pragya. Sorry. Swati is saying it's an unconscious creation. So yes, destiny model has a lot of loopholes. And uh, the first loophole is that it's a big hit for the ego. If everything is predestined and determined, then what am I doing over here? Where is I? What is my effort? Who is the doer? Am I deciding? I mean, I have no role to play here at all. Is that what is meant over here? It's a suicide for the ego. Pandurang is saying, I agree with the model. The I is already destroyed there. Absolutely Pandurang, you're right. So the ego does not like it at all. And then the thing is, if everything is predestined and I just sit down, then things which are happening around me and I have no control over them, I'm not happy with it. See, any the purpose of any model is to make things li- uh, beautiful for you, to make you happy. So there can be a certain kind of mind which can accept this model completely and say, okay, there is nothing that I need to do and I just accept what is. And what does that mean? Like what Minakshi said, what Suma said, surrender. You come in the surrendering phase. And say, okay, even if uh, things are not going right for me, even if there is failure, Whatever is happening in my life, I am not responsible for it. At the same time, I am quite happy with whatever is. I just accept it totally. Then there is no problem at all with this model. And if somebody says that if everything is predestined, then why should I act? I will just sit down. That's again coming out of ignorance. No. Can we stop acting? Can we stop breathing? Because everything is destined, so the breath will also come on its own. Yes, the breath will come on its own, destined. But will you stop eating? Will you stop using the toilet? And if you will continue to eat and use the toilet, I tell you with this only many other actions you will have to do. So one cannot sit just because everything is predetermined. So what we say is that those who believe in this model, the way it works beautifully is that you accept whatever is. It has to lead you to surrender. That is the beauty of the model. But if you cannot surrender, then this model will not work for you. So the question that we need to ask ourselves, those who believe in destiny would be, does this model satisfy my mind? Does this make me happy? Does it answer all my questions? And allows me to surrender, then everything is fine. Let's look at the second model. Hmm? It says that uh, everything is free will. I am responsible for everything in my life. I decide how I conduct my life. I am responsible for my success, failure, everything that happens over there. If things are going well in my life, I am responsible. If things are bad in my life, I am responsible for them. And ego loves it because it says I am the doer. I am doing everything over here. Now, what are the loopholes in this model? Yeah. Anaya is saying ego will always be there. Yes, ego is there in any case. Yes, it will always be there. Ego is fed, ego is satisfied. Okay, Pandurang is saying duality will never end. Hmm. Padvekar is saying karta bhav. Yes. Sima is saying, you become egoistic and proud of yourself. Yes. So, these things are fine. What I am saying, see, if we take this model that everything I am responsible and I am doing, then we cannot answer some basic questions. For example, why was I born to a certain set of parents only? Okay. When I was small, at least for a human child at least until the age of you know 11 12 he or she is not taking any decisions he or she is not deciding anything then where is the free will there so it is very difficult to answer some of those questions and sometimes when things are happening you are doing your best yet the results are not appearing as per your expectations why am i not getting the results that i wanted Mary is saying she has a question, where is the border between surrendering and taking action or is there any border? Very good question Mary, I will come to it a little later, I will just park it right now. Shivani, it is with cause and effect so we will have to bear the consequences. Okay, so you are saying in the model where I am responsible, so there will be effects and we have to bear the consequences. So what I am saying here is that everything is the result of my actions. And whatever consequences come, I bear them. So you are right. If I accept again, see this model is also beautiful because if I accept the consequences and say, it is because of my actions only and I am responsible and I take full responsibility of those consequences. I am not cribbing about them. That also will lead to surrender. This will lead to surrendering to the self. If I go by the second model, Rajeshwari is saying guilt trips will become frequent. Very good point, Rajeshwari. They are going to be guilt trips because for everything you will find yourself responsible and you will say, oh, I did not take the right action. I should have done this. I should have done that. Maybe that was a wrong decision that I took. And I will keep going back to those. Very, very good point. Yes, you are right. It does become and there is too much responsibility that comes on your shoulders. You may find yourself really burdened with this particular model. So we find there is a beauty in both the models even with the destiny model and the taking the free will model which is that in both the cases if I accept the consequences then that may lead to surrendering and if surrendering happens then there is no problem at all but The thing is, the surrendering does not happen. And that is why all the issues are there. So let's take one more model, the third model. And I call that the hybrid model. Okay, and I think most of us have taken on to it, you would have understood. If we even read our scriptures or talk to people, it's like some things are destined and others are in your hands. So very simple, very beautiful model. It says... You know, the parents that you would be born to, who will be your siblings, who would you marry, what will be your education, when you are going to die. So those little milestones have been decided for you and they are destined. But the other things, what you are going to do with them, how you are going to live your life, simple, small things are still in your hands. And the beauty of this model is that whenever anything cannot be explained, we put it in the destiny account and whenever things can be explained, we put it in the will account, right? It's like a really great compromise we have over here and it keeps the ego happy that something is in my hand and it also relaxes us to a certain things when things don't work out well. So we say, oh, you know, this was the destiny. It works beautifully well. And I think most of the times, this is the model that people subscribe to. Nick is saying, I like this one, middle path. There is apparent destiny and apparent free will. No need to choose one or the other. Absolutely, Nick. Yes, this is the most popular model. You don't have to choose anything. But I'll tell you, it has it, this model also has loopholes. Can you guess what are the loopholes of this model? Swati is saying, destiny is determined, but we have a free will at all the moment with which we can make choices. Okay. Seema is saying, we all are following this model only. Yes. Rajeshwari is saying, mix up between them. Uh, what do you mean by that mix up Rajeshwari? Nick is saying, trying to figure out what is destiny and what is under control would be confusing. Absolutely, Nick, you got it. That's exactly what I meant. Perfect. So the loophole of this model is, now, in which account should you put what? Certain things are very easy, we can decide, but not for all the things. So it is very confusing. And each one of you can think about certain things that may have happened in your life and you will realize, you're always trying to figure out, was it destined or could I have done something about it? Maybe if I would have taken a different decision, Maybe if I would have acted in a different way, things may have turned out to be very different, right? So that is the loophole of this model. She'll be saying certain things beyond one's control. Yes, so that's what. When they are beyond our control, we put them under the destiny model. Mary is saying also irritating sometimes, confusing and irritating. Yes, it is confusing and irritating. And that's the reason we keep asking this question, Shivani is saying, the question is always there. Rajeshwari is saying, blaming destiny at our will. Okay, so that is what you meant by mixing up. That whenever we want, we can just blame destiny. Gunam is saying, one may let destiny take over for action you needed to take hold of. Okay, so what you are saying is, you decide and say, okay, I am now allowing destiny to take over. So basically, you are talking about free will. Even if you have allowed destiny to take over, that's a free will. That's an action you have taken and you are subscribing to the free will model here. Nick is saying, I'm feeling the need to resort to I don't know. That might be the path of least resistance. Nick, you've let the cat out of the bag. (laughs) That's the perfect answer. (laughs) Beautiful. Exactly. Thank you. Okay. So now, you know, I put the first disclaimer and I said this is only for spiritual seekers. The reason this is for spiritual seekers is because that is where the answer is. And the answer is that there is no answer. Okay. For a spiritual seeker, this question is absolutely irrelevant. Think about it. See, that is where we started the conversation. How does this help me? Because what is happening is, if I get into the events of my life, normally, let's speak, you know, from a normal perspective. What I am saying is that I do not like how my life has turned out. I, I am going through certain unpleasantness in my life. Certain things, certain circumstances are there in my life, which I do not appreciate. Now, and that is the reason why I want to know whether I am responsible for them or it is because of of destiny that I am going through this. Or, maybe tomorrow do I need to take actions differently so I do not face similar consequences again. That is all the reason that we want to know. Because whatever I am going through, I am going through hell and I don't want to go through this hell. That is the reason why I ask this question. But for a spiritual seeker, what is the goal? The goal is not about what your circumstances are. It's not about changing your circumstances. It's about realizing that those circumstances are just a changing aspect. They are irrelevant. So the question itself is irrelevant. Does it matter if I am going through hell? If I can walk elegantly, even in hell, if I do not lose my poise, even when I am going through unpleasantness, because I am so surrendered, I am so aware of my own self, then it really does not matter. And how will it happen, when will it happen that you will be able to walk through hell with poise? When you walk through heaven elegantly, what happens is when things are going very nice, beautiful, and there is heaven around us, at that time, we don't remember, we don't make an effort to know who am I. We just get so lost in that heaven, in enjoying the pleasures. And that is why when we go through hell, that it becomes very difficult to stay stable. If we could do that during our good times, the circumstances don't matter. Like in Hindi, we say, you know, I really love those words. There is a manosthiti and there is a paristhiti. Paristhiti is circumstances. Manosthiti is your mindset. Circumstances are not in your hands. And here again comes the Krishna's point of view as well, which he keeps saying that only actions are in your hands. Results and consequences are not. So, whatever the consequences are, that does not matter as long as you are poised and your mindset is in your hand, whatever you may be going through. So, the first fill in the blank for uh, this is, this is an irrelevant question. We will look for more and I would really invite all of you to Fill in the blank with your words, with your understanding as well. Let us take an example. I know all of you actually already know that very well, but still, let us us assume that there is a place where people know only two drinks. One is tea and the other is coffee, okay? You look at a brown drink and they say that either it is tea or it is coffee. They don't know about any third thing. Now what happens is that every time you serve them tea or coffee, no problem. Now let's say you serve them hot chocolate. One day hot chocolate is served. And even the person who has served the hot chocolate does not know. So the people are questioning, Was well, is it tea or is it coffee? And there are arguments and there are discussions which are going on. What is it? And maybe then people take, you know, uh, groups are formed. One group... Take a firm stand, this is tea, and the other group takes a firm stand, it is coffee. So, the ones who think it is tea, they try to convince the others that it is tea, and the ones who have taken the stand of coffee, they try to convince the others it is coffee. And this is how conditioning happens. I know it sounds like a very extreme example, but actually this is what is happening. In the world, to answer some questions, to satisfy the mind, we have invented Theories, And we say there is destiny and there is free will. So I am saying, you know, tea or coffee, destiny or free will. And we just get caught up over there. All the time, whatever situation that we are going through, we want to answer that and we want to know. Is it free will or is it destiny? Actually, it, as I said, it is irrelevant. It does not matter and maybe there are many more options. For a conditioned mind it is very difficult to come out of it. And if already you have convinced yourself that it is destiny, or if you have convinced yourself that I have free will, then there is no way that you can come out of it. It becomes really, really difficult. So for a spiritual seeker, this question has to be dropped completely. And once you drop it, you will realize there is so much freedom. There is no such thing as free will, but there is a lot of freedom. And in that freedom... Many things are possible. So some comments have come here. Let me just, let me read through them. Mary's saying, even in Persian culture, people don't blame destiny and they use the word wisdom of God instead of destiny because they don't want to blame their destiny and they're afraid to do that. Okay, right. So there's a thing here, wisdom of God. See, again, it's a beautiful thing, wisdom of God. And if you say wisdom of God, that what does that lead you to do? accept surrender no if it is god who has willed this for us then he knows more than what we know and therefore i should be just ready to accept but the whole problem is that i am not accepting pandurang is saying normally things happen and then we take ownership even if i plan something for tomorrow let's say going on a trip I may say it's me who has planned it, my will. But is it? This action is not actually being planned by me. Uh, these are There are thoughts and desires that have happened in past over many years. And this is the result of it. So, it happens automatically. Okay, right. This is also a good uh, understanding that things have happened and then I have taken ownership for it. So what you are saying is that it is destiny which is playing out. It's like characters in the movie. Everything has been decided. But for me, it only plays one frame at a time. And because I'm not aware of what is going to happen, when it happens, I think I have done that. That is fine. Why are we discussing this? Why is this important to know? All these models are just to satisfy the mind. That's it. Whatever satisfies my mind, you are free to take that model. But understand the loopholes and don't fall for them. Whatever model helps you to be happy, that is the one. That is the right one. Ruchika is saying whatever appeared or is happening is the perfect outcome. Very nice, Ruchika. Very nice. And you know, that reminds me of something uh, when you said this is perfect. When I was a small child, and I remember coming across this uh, Yahoo, okay, and I thought, what a stupid name this Yahoo is, whoever has kept it. So I was just thinking, okay, I thought that about Yahoo, maybe somebody would think the same about Google and say, I want to change the name of Google. Why is Google called Google? Why is Google not called Doodle? If we, if we relate it with, the you know, our topic of destiny and free will, we are saying that if everything is destined and if, you know, can I change things in my life? That is, that is also another question that comes to the mind. So can I change the name of Google? And my answer is, yes, I can. I can change the name of Google. But what would I have to do for that? I would either have to become the CEO of Google, so maybe it is in the hands of Sundar Pichai to change the name, or do I have to become owner? Do I have to become Larry Page to change Google's name? Now, let us say, even if I become that, even if I reach their level, I do all the efforts and I reach there. Do you think after reaching that point, would I want to change Google's name? Padvicar is saying no, absolutely. Because once I reach there, I will realize that Google is the perfect name, as Richika has mentioned, perfect outcome. Today, sitting like one out of the billions of users, I say, oh, what a silly name of Google. But once I reach there, Google is perfect. It doesn't matter what Muni thinks that Google is a silly name and it would be really stupid to change it. I don't know if there is a thing called free will or destiny. But there is definitely something called freedom. And when you reach that freedom, and it is possible for all of us to be there, you don't want to change anything. You just find that everything in the world is perfect the way it is. Beautiful. Right now, right here. You would actually not want to change anything there at all. If even by this example that how at different levels, the thought process would change. What I may want to do as a user and what I may want to do as the owner of Google changes. Similarly, even things that are happening in my life, the consequences, the circumstances, the situations, they may be painful right now. But it is just about understanding, even logically we can understand it they are actually perfect. I know to some of us it can sound very cruel because we may be really going through some harsh life situations. But if you would be able to see things from the top, you would not want to change anything. And it is possible to be able to reach there and have the uh, rights and have the power to change them. But you don't want to change them over there. How does that help me? That tells me that whatever that I am going through, it's all right. It's beautiful. It's perfect. It is part of the plan. As uh, Mary just said, God's wisdom. So whether we may use the word God or not, that's our choice. Or we can just say the wisdom of the whole and the wisdom of the whole is more than the wisdom of this small little individual here. It's, it eventually comes to being here and now. It is eventually comes to surrendering. And that is where it is. It is what it is. And it is perfect. So Mary had a question and let me take that now. And if you have other questions, any other thoughts... Then what I have just shared over here, please feel free to ask and share your views. Okay, so Mary was asking, where is the border between surrendering and taking action? Or is there any border? I would say, Mary, that uh, taking action does not mean that you are not surrendered. And surrendered does not mean that you cannot take action. It means all my actions, they happen under surrender so i can be surrendered and take all my actions it does not mean that i stop taking actions that's completely a misconception why do we think that surrendering means i will just sit and i will not act so even if we take a very simple example and i say okay i surrender now i'm not going to eat if the food has to come it will get into my mouth will that happen maybe for a few days, our parents or people who love us, they may just put food into our mouth, force ourselves or put us on a drip. But somehow doesn't sound very uh, logical, doesn't sound like a good idea. In surrender, when I take actions, and actions mean when I have to take important decisions, that is where we need to know, no? Um, how do I take my decisions? And when you surrender... The decision-making process becomes effortless. That is what I can tell you. Before that, there is a lot of juggling of ideas and the mind is thinking of 100 options. What should I do? There are conflicts, arguments. You know, our thinking process is also very consequence-based, very result-based. In surrender, you have the highest goal in mind. And when you have the highest goal in mind, then what is coming on the way, the various little nooks and corners, it's like you are on a highway and you know you are, let's say, going from uh, Delhi to Mumbai and you have to reach Mumbai. On the way, there are so many turns which will come to going to different places and you can turn anywhere. But you are not going to turn there. You will not be bothered because you know you have to reach uh, Mumbai and you have to take that one highway only and reach there. You may stop in some of those turns, maybe to have tea, maybe to have some snacks. But you will—you are clear about where you are going. But if you don't know you are going to Bombay and you are on the road, then it will become a lot of effort. You, can, you don't know which road turn to take. You don't know where you are going, which is the right turn. And there are thousands of turns on the way from Delhi to Mumbai. Similarly, when we are surrendered, the goal is so clear, the point is so clear that nothing on the way becomes a problem. It's it's very simple. Those who have surrendered and those who are walking in this path, I'm sure would be able to relate with this. Rajeshwari is asking, surrender just happens or effort is required? Very nice question. Effort is required to purify the mind. Effort is required to satisfy the mind. Effort is required to get that knowledge which will allow the mind to rest. And once that effort is done, surrender just happens. There is no choice but for the surrender to come. That is what my experience is. So what is the effort for all of us? Effort is keeping uh, to keep walking on our path, to keep doing the practice, to follow the instructions of the Guru, whatever has been told to us, because otherwise we really don't know. The effort also has to be in the right direction. And that's also where many people make a mistake. They think they know how to make that effort. They do not listen to the person who's guiding them. They want to use, you know, again, free will. Ego comes in. I know what is best for me. And that definitely does not help. Is there anyone here to whom the question is still bothering? Is it destiny or free will? For spiritual seekers, it's really worth contemplating over. Today, Rajiv had also shared some nice contemplation there. Thank you, Rajiv, for that. It was quite nice. And it's good for all of us to ask this question and think about it. Because, again, you know, here we are only trying to discuss it. We are only trying to give you a direction. But eventually, it has to come from you. And how will that come when you will do manan on this, when you will contemplate on this? Anaya is saying, so it is a bit of both. <laughs> okay, Anaya, if uh, that is what works for you, if the hybrid model, if you say a bit of both, if that gives you satisfaction, if it allows your mind to rest, go for it. Rajeshwari is saying, not any anymore, feeling relaxed now actually. Wonderful. Anaya is saying, we have to progress to surrender. Yes, surrender will happen. But we have to make all the efforts to remove all the impurities, to remove all the obstacles that are coming on the way to surrender. So, let me just kind of summarize it. We said there are three models. The destiny model, the free will model and the hybrid model. And the good thing about all three models is, if that works for us, if that allows us to accept the consequences or the results, that is all, that is the purpose of the models. But if it is not allowing you to do that, then it, it's not really helping. And for a spiritual seeker, it is not at all about changing the circumstances around you. No, that is not the purpose. Because getting into this question of destiny or free will is about, I want to change the circumstances around me. That is not our purpose. Our purpose is to reach a state where I can be here and now. I can surrender. Think about it, even right now, you know, even if you say, okay, here and now, in this moment, just this, take this one moment. Tell me, does it matter whether it is destiny or free will? I am sure the answer will come as no, because it is irrelevant. The focus for a spiritual seeker should be, how do I reach that state of freedom? let me not worry about destiny or free will. For a spiritual seeker, this question is irrelevant. It does not help you to progress spiritually at all. Even if you find the answers, it was destiny or free will, do you think... Think about it. Does it help you to progress spiritually? It really does not matter. It is what it is. So what do we have to do? We have to stay with this knowledge. Let's not be caught in those people who only know those two options of tea or coffee. We really don't know how many options are there. And maybe it really doesn't matter whether it is tea or coffee. Whatever drink that comes in, I can just enjoy it. Shivani is saying, finally, this question has become irrelevant. Shivani, if it has become irrelevant for you, that's wonderful. That is the purpose of this session. It should become irrelevant. And when you will stop asking this question, you'll find you have already progressed on the way to freedom. This is a question for people who are in the world, who need to control things, who need to change the circumstances around them that is the difference when we are in the world we are wanting to change things around us we are wanting to change other people's situations take charge and so we need to know what is destiny what is free will a spiritual seeker is working towards full freedom 100 percent freedom not interested in changing the circumstances He or she is wanting to walk elegantly under any circumstances. Walking with poise under any circumstances. The circumstances come and go. They don't matter. What matters is how do I deal with them? What is my stand? And a spiritual seeker is working towards 100% freedom where the spiritual seeker can also reach a point where he has the capability and the power to change everything, to change not only the circumstances of this little creature, but to change the circumstances of all the creatures on this earth or other planets. But once you reach there, you don't want to change anything. Because you realize that it is perfect already. It's all perfect. Punam is saying, I'm just fortunate to have found the program or the program having found me. What matters is I'm here. Yes, Unam. That is what that matters. That you are here. Sometimes I feel this question of destiny and free will was invented to confuse people, to keep them under control, right? Because you will never find an answer. And you can just keep thinking about it, keep searching about it and you can be controlled easily because there will be people who will tell you this is your destiny and you can change your destiny and to change your destiny you need to do so many rituals, you need to go to this temple, do this puja or maybe other things, how to rob you of your money and keep you under control. See, think about it. If you go for the destiny model and... There will be people who will tell you all these things. You can easily be controlled. But the moment you drop this question, others cannot control you. If you just say it is what it is. Yes, Anaya, being simple is the most difficult. Because being simple means that I just have to be here and just be. But my mind has been stuffed with so many ideas, so many expectations of people around me that it has become extremely complicated for no reason. We have to stop minding the mind, Rajeshwari is saying. It is the nature of the mind to be complicated. But if we can see that and we can take the reins, then the mind does not bother us. The mind only bothers us to a point where we allow the mind to run the show and we stay unconscious. Again, it comes back to, The moment you become aware and see what the mind is doing, then you can allow it to play if it wants to and you know when to nip it. Okay, sweetie is saying when our eyes are always engaged in looking at others, we are not in us. Yes, sweetie. And that's what the world has taught us to do. Always to focus on others. Always to focus on the outside. That is what the whole conditioning is. We have not been taught the right things from the beginning. That is the problem. But the fact is that that is how it will always be. That is the way it has been and it will always be. But we can, one individual at a time, we can wake up, we can realize, we can see through this whole drama, this whole conditioning and be free. And I am saying comparison hurts? Yes. Yes. That is again a way of the society to keep you under control. In society, it is power and control that matter the most. Because we don't know the power inside us. We really don't know how powerful we are. So the only power we know is by controlling other people, controlling the objects. Why do we want to get into higher positions so we have more control? Why do we want money? Because we have more control. Why do we compare people? See, divide and rule, compare. So other people start feeling the complex. Well, this itself is a very big topic. I will not get into it. We are just about to close. It's all about comparison. So let's at least drop one question today that also has the ability, that has the potential to keep us trapped. Destiny or free will. Let's just drop it and be here now so thank you everyone for joining in participating sharing awesome views sharing asking great questions and i'm going to see you again next week same time thank you and good night